Drive on blood Well, I tell you one thing that people do care about. It's the beginning of this podcast. I like that. Let's start up the show. Welcome, Gearhead. This week, we're going to talk about the Chevy Bolt. Yes, it's still here. We have the evolution of the Accord. The all-new MDX. F-150's changes. Robocar Go. Mazda's all-new electric. Lexus. Maserati. Mercedes. And we'll wrap up with mid-size coupe roundup. All on this week's lug nuts. Drive on lug nuts. Drive on lug nuts indeed. And of course we want everybody to go on over here to pjandwh.com where you're going to find all of the luggy and nuttiness including the funniest moments right here. <clears throat> including on uh, the last week's Triforce podcast which introduced Dolph Bane. Yeah. Very proud of Dolph Bane. And you'll find Lug Nuts and Triforce, uh, as well as Let's Play With Your Perjangers right up here. We're going to be going live with Let's Play With Your Perjangers uh, next Saturday. Um, called a mulligan on that one, but I won't call a mulligan on this next first story. Do you know what debuted in 2016? Oh. The Chevy Bolt. We're here for the pictures. Should be one picture, I hope more. That's it. Enlarged picture. You know what? Uh, there's probably pictures below. So, it is the shape of a wedge of cheese. No, that's it. That's the only picture. That's that it. does sell that's the it. wedge of cheese. the shape of, of a wedge of cheese and yeah. an interior full of cheap plastic. But, back in the day, it got 200 miles range. Which oh. is amazing. Yeah, for even for today. Yeah. Today, the 2020 Chevy Bolt gets 259 miles. Let's go up to the bigger, better-looking wow. picture. <coughs> it does know. definitely look like a wedge of cheese. Yes, a wedge of cheese, but it has a 66-kilowatt-hour battery. 259 miles is what you'll get. Level 2 home charging will charge 100 miles for about 30 minutes. The Leaf does charge faster yeah but the only thing that has a larger range is tesla well yeah because tesla i mean tesla is, like yeah. last week i think we reported he had his battery day which was a lot less batteries a lot more promises but you know there's still but still it's always even so like all even today what you expect is like 150 ish mm -hmm. right but this is getting 259 miles per oh, yeah. charge. I don't care how long it takes. That's a lot of miles per charge. Yeah, especially when you're when you're looking at that numbers, especially like people in the suburban areas, if you got a nice place to set up a charging station, it's definitely something that's doable. It has the equivalent of 200 horsepower and 266 torques. All, not only that, it's got a rough ride. That's that's not a good Yes. Idea. Not a good ride. But the infotainment system is 10.2 inches. 
wedge of cheese with a nice infotainment system. Yes. And it can go a long time. Crisp, clean, but you'll get some lag time on that infotainment system. So you just have to be used to waiting. Yeah, get used to waiting, but it starts at 37.4. Okay. Go to your Chevy dealer. <clears throat> pick one up if you want to be eco-friendly and all Chevy-like. Yeah, and all the American It does get, places. if you're going to get it for one reason, for just the range, mm. I mean, you can. it can't be beat. Nobody else has that type of range. I mean, yeah. you're driving a Chevy. Unless you just go up to Tesla, but, you know. But it's a nice, still, affordable alternative to It is a nice, affordable alternative. In the next, it's nice. Yeah. Next five to ten years, everyone will be driving. Like, well, an infotainment system is something they could update. You know, that's something I, I feel it's is probably, it's probably just, something simple as software, just a simple it's redesign. It's probably the same infotainment system as in every Chevy. I mean, fair enough. Probably. But, and the interior parts, yeah. the same as in you're getting. It's a Chevy. It's yeah. a Chevy. Yeah. Reliable, I guess. Are they reliable? I don't know. I've only owned one, and I owned it for like three days. Well, it was reliable for those three days. We have this as a fact. Up until I wrecked it. Okay. How about, you know, you would have been better if you were in an Accord. This is a story on Motor Record One. Too. <laughs> it covered That me. was not my fault, though. That was a tree <laughs> and some black ice, all right? Yeah. That was not my fault. And the Accord actually saved me, so I am a huge fan of it. This is a fantastic story they have on Motor One. I saw they have everything. Scroll down for all of those photos. They go back to the first one in 1976 that came with three doors Ooh. before the hatchback. Wow. Four-door sedan was introduced in 1979 with power steering. There's many more photos below. Each with a little description okay. of the, the car and the era and what uh, they changed. The 85. It's nice fantastic. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. But I like that styling. It's a little boxy, but, you know. Uh, scroll up or down a little bit. And what, oh, that's the second generation. Let's see. Yeah. The third generation in 1985 began with fuel-injected power. Yeah, on this looks like a late eighties car. One hundred and one horsepower with fuel injectors. Very slanty. Very yes. like they've been watching a lot of eighties cars. You know what? You still see these around. These yeah. cars still are are still running. They're very yeah. reliable. Cars. Absolutely. Yeah. Still pretty good looking too. Yeah. I think Fourth, one of them. I think. Uh, I see them. You see them driving around everywhere. So. Fourth generation, 1989. Yeah. And it's a Honda. Generation 6, the airbags came standard. Generation 7, they offered a V6 with a manual transmission. See, this is the fifth generation. A lot more... So mm. what I'm used to seeing still this is on used, the road. Yeah, they're everywhere know. still. You don't sixth still, generation very much. Sixth, still out there. And it's a seventh. High mileage, too. Was the seventh look like? I like to say, you know, I like all of them. I'd get the seventh if I could because it got the, uh, you know. Well, it's an 08, so they're actually a pretty good Or you could just right now. get a new one. Yeah. That's if you like the new one. But or, eighth gen, still getting a little bit more uh, bubbly as opposed yep. to. The hood the from the, uh, if you go down from the seventh gen to the eighth gen, it got way bigger. This is the one yeah. you owned. 
Ah. The the bigger hood. I, I'm fairly certain it was eight. No, that long. hood is definitely it. It's yeah, yeah, the like hood they took an eraser big. and they just got rid of that little hump. Yeah, the hood is huge. Let's see, is there a ninth ninth generation? Shortened the hood, definitely. It looks yeah, like a little shorter. Actually, short. It's a little shorter. Shorter. Yeah, fantastic. Not bad. Not bad. Ten. You know what else is not bad? The all new MDX. Because the tenth generation there went back to the big news. It's the big news. Get yours today. But Acura. I've heard of them, people. You've heard of them. This is this is the photo. This I is their teaser photo for the all new MDX. Here it is. There Get it is, folks, in all its glory. Cardboard cap. Available October fourteenth. Same engine as the TLX. Mm-hmm. 272 horsepower, turbocharged, two-liter, four-cylinder. Okay. Okay. Or a 355 horsepower, three-liter V6. That's the one I want. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure I don't, how many people I don't, are going to go you know, the four-cylinder. Could you also pop the turbos in the V6? I'm just saying. I mean, the, the I like to the go from zero the to turbo. the speed limit as fast as I can and then just the, the, be there. The actual, you know, four-cylinder turbo, it is giving you a lot of power and a lot of torque, but it's, in my opinion, it's just nothing like a 355 horsepower turbocharged V6. Yeah, it's a truck. You're not, it, you, it's, get the, please get the V6. It still kind of looks a little minivan-ish in the back end yeah. here, you know. If you don't, it's like, I, it's not, it's not going to pull the way you want. It's not going to get up and go anywhere very quickly. So, because it's a big, heavy SUV. I mean, yeah, you're still looking at a heavier vehicle than like it than the TLX because this isn't a full size SUV. You know, a four cylinder turbo is in the RDX now, and it works for the RDX. The RDX, and you know, it's a solid engine in that. But it, you know, with the four cylinder for an a full size SUV. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sold it's on that an option. But you know, you know what else has options? The all new F150 has the most interesting features and changes. We're gonna go down the list and see what we got here. Another ball. part of a uh, or another scene of guess the options. Yeah, well, uh, not exactly because well, really everything because it's right is, there. But. They added a folding gear shift. I think that's ah, uh, that's cool. I like that. That yeah. that's that's a nice feature, especially for an automatic. automatic. Like yeah. you put it in drive. Totally. What else do you need it for? Just yeah, it drive. I'm I'm going now. Yeah. Or park. That's it. We're now done. your arm won't like bump the gear shifter when you're going for a drink. It, it could. It's in park going up and down, so it must have to be in park to go up uh. and down. That's still down. Yeah, those goddamn lantern flies. All right. Uh, okay. Fourteen power outlet. Wow. That's nice a heavy lot. duty power. Heavy outlet. duty power Just, outlets for people who yeah. are actually doing work. Yeah. Construction work or uh, whatever. Fridge. Plug a nice Freezer. dog hair dryer in there. Yeah. Clean dogs out of the back of your F one fifty. There you go. 
It's a business, right. business plan. Business plan for you. I'm not saying it's a good one. Let's see what else they Just got. Just tell the bank that you heard it from here. From yeah, I, don't, don't mention me. Don't mention me. That's right. <laughs> Speakers <laughs> in yeah. the headrest. You that's know what an that? interesting feature. That's a nice feature. I yeah. like that. I like that. Just yeah. a little that's right there behind all, your man. ear. That's a nice feature. You keep that's it in the headrest. That's a feature I didn't know I wanted. You I know? didn't know I wanted this until well, right, right now. Yeah, I'd like to see how how much they got to have a lot of pad, like, what do they do with the padding? Because you got to factor somebody's going to hit their head back in, in anger. There's and probably a like bit that. of uh, a little bit of padding there, and you know, yeah, it's a truck. So let's see what they got. Hidden flags. I've seen this one before. Okay, they all hide right, the U.S. flag not? all over. A ruler on the tailgate. I like this one. That's actually pretty it's cool. Very looks very especially useful. if you're using a truck for what for the purposes that we all know trucks. Yeah, let's see That's what awesome. else they got. Okay, sync for swiping gestures. Okay, I guess I, you can for the the twelve inch uh, touchscreen offers enough real estate to display two planes of information. Twelve inch touchscreen. That's a really big touchscreen. It's a truck. You need a that's big like touchscreen. This. Yeah. This. You can't see that. Yeah. There you go. I know. But that's why I keep it there. That. I mean, it's very still very. That's very impressive. And you have you know your four swipe options. And two different yeah. screens. That's that's really cool. To so go to the main menu or any yeah. of the shortcuts. So you can set up shortcuts. That looks oh, fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. They're doing a lot of great features and forward forms. moving up, you know, option wise for Ford right here. I'm very actually well, really all their trucks. More sidewall. Okay. I didn't know I needed more sidewall. It's cowbell. like cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> I need more sidewall. Yeah. What else we got? Short More shortcut buttons. buttons. I you know what? That's kind of useful. I don't want to have to go tapping on the screen for yeah. volume up, volume down. Yeah, give I me like some that. big dumb buttons. They look like quality how... buttons. They look like some nice buttons. And I call it a big dumb button, but it's just, that's what it's for. You don't want to go around the options and the menu. It's way too confusing. You just need volume off, on, tune my radio. Those are simple mm -hmm. buttons that you shouldn't. This one. Yeah, you Put shouldn't that one, get that one over there. Them off the list anytime soon. My hand so, that's cool. Uh, special graphics. Wow, I like digital. that the digital instrument panel. Looks yeah. fantastic. The tilt of the truck, everything. Yeah. That's cool. That is a Especially cool if it levels out and all that. That's that's really cool, man. Ooh, They're thinking dude. a lot of the future there. Yeah. Hit. All new headlights. I do want to rewind here. But. That's probably very expensive. If yeah, you have to replace probably it. Probably quite expensive. Like but LED it could just be the instrument panel, which is new lighting, new directions. Do you really need headlights to go in any new directions? I mean, I kind of figured straightforward's a good The directions that I'm going is where I'd like it to go. So if I'm going right, I'd like it to go just a little bit right. Still a motor that's just go. a little bit left. You um, know what? It's a Ford. It's made in America or assembled on the continent somewhere. I assume. Could be that is it? Just the continent of America it is made on. There you go. But speaking of Ford, we're gonna move on to the next story.
If you wanted a Shelby 350, you should run to your Ford dealer now because oh, yeah. that's it. They're not doing the Shelby 350, will not be returning for the 2021 lineup. The Shelby 350 started in 1965, but it was intermittent and it was only regularly scheduled in 2015. It started to show up every year. The engine is known as Voodoo, a 5.2 liter V8, features a flat plane crankshaft, improved performance, 8,250 RPM redline, 526 horsepower, one of the unique Mustang models available with six-speed manual transmission. Get it now before they're gone. So I think they're going to do it an every now and then thing. Okay. Shelby uh, Mustang is always very Keep it special. Yep. So if you should probably get it now if you want to get one. Might be a few years before you see it again. There you go. So we have all sorts of useful consumer advice here on Lug Nuts. This is the all-new Hyundai Sonata. No, I it, don't want your email list. It has been redesigned <laughs> to look like a Honda. Starting at 34.5, tested with no options, as the writer points out. He's very bitter about that. So I'm you got the test drive a base model. Whatever. Yes. Talk about the looks. What is it? Uh, it looks like a Honda. That's what, that's just what I said. It looks like a Honda back end. Yeah. It looks like they copied off the paperwork and this? they just kind of made it a little bit more slanted. Uh, check down for photos. No. No. Of course. Just a whole lot of words. Hey, there's the interior. That is fantastic. With that interior, uh, it goes 0 to 60 in 8.2 seconds, 180 horsepower, and a 1.6 liter turbo four-cylinder engine. See, this is where I expect a four-cylinder engine, yeah. a small car, not like an SUV. I wonder if this is Well, this is just an NA four-cylinder engine. This is not like slapping an, a an Acura turbo and a four-cylinder in a Hyundai. But it is very smooth, refined, with hardly any noticeable bumps on the Pennsylvania roads. This one was from the Philadelphia Inquirer, mm -hmm. and we got some roads. It is made of Legos. Eight-speed gearbox would forever hold itself in third or fourth gear at random points. So it seems the gearbox doesn't know what the hell it's doing. Now, I've always had a affinity for foreign interiors giggity but they also have a huge interior screen they have a flappy paddle gearbox available but it always wants to go back in the automatic doesn't want to let you continue doing that yeah. 10.25 10. inch touchscreen 10 and a quarter is what we're working with not bad it's about standard a bit, for a little bit smaller people. than the Ford the Ford was 12 yeah so about 2 inches yeah. giggity but still the Ford is an outlier. Not many of them. Tesla has that big, giant, forty-seven yeah. million inch thing. That oh yeah, like no. Tesla has a huge screen, and, the hell he and does. there's a bunch of them that you know they have bigger trucks and like with Dodge or uh, 
like GM, I think we covered that it has a tiny ass little screen in there, but for mm-hmm. Hyundai, you're going more towards bigger screens, a lot more interaction for the people who are in a passenger. Well, right now on most of these stories, ten something inches is about what we're gonna get. So our next story Ooh. Is that the f- no, that's a Genesis. Oh, I was going to say, that say, front end looks totally hell? different from the one above. Don't go <laughs> yeah. back. Let's go forward to the next story. A few months ago, I believe it was, we talked about a concept car that we that I thought would go away. It has reoccurred. It's oh, back. If you, there's a little photo below. Not about the scratch. Uh, this is Hyundai New Horizons Studio, the ultimate mobility. You could, the picture of the car. There you go. Showing the studio when you were talking about the studio. Okay, New Horizons Studio will bring together Hyundai's expert in vehicle robotics and intelligent mobility in order to push the boundaries of vehicular engineering, reimagining. How vehicles might travel in the world. The legs have scrolled too far. The legs have five degrees of motion, including wheels that rotate 360 degrees. I should hope so. Like, that's how wheels go, well, right? This Otherwise is more like it because you can get into, you know, That is a very good use because our a lot of our society isn't made for people with wheelchairs. And I don't see anything other than a lift working there. Let's tell back. Uh, for precise micro movements, so it can walk around and do crazy crap like that behind us here. It can levitate up to five feet and step over five foot gaps. Their statement is we aim to create the world's first Transformer class vehicle, also known as the ultimate. Mobility vehicles, says Dr. Shu. I thought that was a Unicron. No. Oh. They would like to make a Transformer. Okay. What Transformer class! What Transformer? Um, you got their little video here, but uh, showing off a little sleek rim. I don't. No lug nuts, can't have it. I don't. I don't see. Well, it's, it's just one in the center there, you see? Uh, Alright, so, yep, yep, there's yeah, a lug there's nut. There's gotta be a lot. there's a lug nut. Like, it, what kind of crazy shit is this? Wow, there's look a, at that. Yeah, gear nice, ratio, uh, 50 to 1. So, th- that is a fantastic, uh, they're really committed to this, and they really want to make this happen. Most of the time with concept photos, you think, they're never going to do this crap, but they really want to do this. So this is very important. Well, especially with 3D printing technology, making it even easier. Um, no, see, no lug nuts. All right, we can move on to the next story now. Although technically that, there has to be some kind of a, a nut or a screw in there. So I, 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 don't, I don't know. Lots of batteries. We're going to have to oh, change the name of the show. They can't make yeah. this. I don't see myself driving one. Oh, God, no. The other one would look better. But if it's, like, a, in a taxi form, like the picture above, like, all right, I'd hop in one of those bitches. I see that going yeah. to Mars. Or, yeah. you know, Nevada. That is probably their ultimate goal. We have all these people mm. making rocket ships. All like right. Elon Does it Musk. need to do that if the wheels That's pretty cool. are... 
All right. Then, well, all right. I like I'll, it. I'll you know show. what? You guys are I thinking. like it. You guys, you guys are the ones that are making this thing. I'll trust. You. I like it. I think it's yeah. fan. I don't see it in the battlefield like that. No, but God, no. But then I have that don't look model, like but once you get those wheels, legs, those kind of look like those like Michelin tires that are like airless. Yeah. So yeah, it could be. Could I be mean, their, They could also have their own design. Yeah. So the uses are a plenty for standing. Walking car. Hey, man. I don't think we're gonna see it. We got the perfect anytime soon. Shits, man. But within the next five, ten years, yeah, we got a perfect will... neighborhood for one of those cars. You could just park one of them, whoop, right up front, not a problem. Yeah, Easy. but for city stuff, Mazda is thinking about electric. Boogie woogie woogie. Mazda goes electric with his first electric crossover for 25.5 is where you can start getting this. This is the Mazda MX-30. gets 124 mile range, which, you know, like as comparison to like the first story. Yeah. That's a lot of difference. But it's their first crack. So we'll give them a little nice try. Golf club. Yes. Uh, I mean, you know, it's Mazda. If you're one of the first 500 buyers, you can get a special edition. Huh? Which includes a special heads-up display, backlit reverse camera, backup lighting. No, backup reversing camera. That's okay. not special. Why would they? All right, it has a backup camera that's required by law. LED headlights with daytime running lights. Okay. Radar cruise control with a intelligent assist, navigation, all sorts of fantastic stuff. Hyundai Kona electric vehicle starts at thirty thousand one hundred, but the two hundred and seventy-eight mile range on a full charge from a sixty-four kilowatt hour battery, the Reliant Zoe. Is also a different case. Oh, there should if you go up, there should be links to these uh, cars. Down, down, down. There should be links to these cars in the story. There, there you go. This is the Hyundai Cone at about. No, that's this is the Renault Zoe. This is this has 245 mile range as you see at 264 26.4. That's in pounds. So yeah, so if it's a Renault, it's not available over here. No, but this is the Hyundai Kona electric vehicle, starting at 30, 30, yeah, 30,001. I don't think that's a very bad looking car. Uh, it's a nice looking car. It stands out. I mean, it won't when there's 47 million of them going everywhere. But yeah, no, I'm not. Nice different color scheme. It. Maybe a blue. Maybe a. Green oh, it is blue, but polka dot. Um, that's isn't more that green? Like a, no, like a teal. Kind of, right, um, I don't, blue, I don't know. But uh, I like the look of that. Not really a big fan because it looks very two tone there, and that doesn't really look good with every car. But it, I may like it in a different color. I do like it, but Lexus is also has another car that we're going to talk about next. I would definitely hope they have another car. 
fantastic looking car. This is the Lexus IS, starts at 39.9. The IS 350F Sport asks 42.9. The 39.9 option includes a delivery fee. Of course it does. Well, I mean, it's nice that they offer it, a delivery charge. Uh, it has a four-cylinder engine powered with a turbocharger, two-liter, that will produce 241 horsepower and 250 foot-pounds of torque. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just wish they kind of went for, like, more... I don't know. I know turbochargers just have a very uh, big appeal, especially with smaller cars. You don't. Like you don't this. see a lot of. They always add turbo. No one adds superchargers for some reason. Must be. Uh, well, they're belt driven. You got to change the belts on those, and yeah, you know that's a whole other thing because the, the turbocharger is constant power. Whereas with the turbo, you have turbo lag. But mm -hmm. you know, it's getting stuff. They're both getting stuff in and uh, in and out fast. That's mm -hmm. just. A lot of people find personal preference. What you may like is the IS three hundred. It has all wheel drive. It'll cost forty one thousand. It gets a three point five liter V six with two hundred and sixty horsepower and two hundred and thirty six foot pounds of torque. Okay. They also have a three fifty F Sport, which is a three point five liter V six, three hundred and eleven horsepower. There's options listed below. But then again, that's also exactly why they go with the four-cylinder turbo, because you're only looking at a 40-horsepower difference mm -hmm. between the four-cylinder turbo and the V6. So, to whereas, if it, you're looking, it should I'd say still if you're looking be for a, a vehicle to own for a long time, go with the V6, because... Whereas you're only getting 40 more horsepower later on in life, as long as you take care of the vehicle, you don't run the risk of blowing a turbo. There you or go. having, you know, a turbo leak oil and all that. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that can go wrong with turbos. So that's why I'm not a big fan. There's a lot of moving mm -hmm. parts to where V6, you get a nice V6 engine and you take care of it, it can run forever. Well, it has nice things like LED headlights, push button start. Rain sensing wipers and a Lexus safety system plus, and it looks 2. like 5. from these prices on the screen here, if you want an all-wheel drive, you're gonna have to go with the 3.5 liter V6, which is not seriously. Bad. And now it that also it's once again it gets you in the door, and it gives you a very good value for your price. You're only losing 40 horsepower, but like I said. Yeah, I think you want the V6, especially all-wheel drive. That'll be a fun car. Could have had a V6. And you know what? People don't think of Lexus as a fun car to drive. That will be a fun uh, car no. to drive. I think Lexus, especially, you know, a lot of the Lexus dealers that I've been to are extremely nice. No, 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 no. Like, never mind. This is the Maserati MC20. It is getting attacked from Formula One. There should be more pictures with the arrows. Ooh, that is the engine. A three-liter twin-turbo V6. Pre-chamber combustion. That means each chamber has dual combustion chambers, each with its own spark plug. Interesting. Reduces fuel consumption by 30% or... Allows for an engine to be downsized by 25% while producing the same power as a larger one. 
dual chambers. That's very interesting. I love this. Is Formula ones. One tech here? Nerudo yeah. engine, six twenty-one horsepower and five hundred and thirty-nine torque, zero to sixty in two point nine seconds. Top speed of two hundred and twenty miles an hour. And nice it's to look at today. Fantastic looking Maserati. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's very beautiful. very nice. Very nice. Um, it, love it, the look. I love the front. I love everything about this car. And I, I give Porsche a lot of shit for all of them looking the same. A lot of Maseratis look the same. The big thing is, I like how they well, look. It's sort of the, so you recognize the brand. That's yeah. a Maserati and their thing. They got the gullwing doors. Yeah, and, and it's the same way. They only it the also, way around, but Maserati got a better shit. It also comes in red. It now mm, comes in red. I didn't think it go. came in red before. They now say... Okay. We're offering it in red. So if you're going to get your Maserati MC20, now available in red. Well, there's a lot of you know stuff they have to look at when you're looking into the paint because you do not want to have to warranty a whole bunch of Maseratis to get repainted. Yes. Speaking I, along this line of superior vehicle performance, oh yeah, our next story is all about Mercedes-Benz. No, that's the story we're on. That's the story. That is the engine again. A fantastic. A 500-watt scooter. Okay. Th this, with the e-scooter people, they're going to be producing a scooter. But it turns out a lot of people are producing scooter like BMW, which is probably why. Well, I mean, they're it's a me. big market, especially in the heavily, you know, uh compacted cities over in Europe. You got a lot of small streets that having a nice scooter like that, man, that's gotta be that's probably better than having a moped, man. You get a little basket on the front. Probably don't you get some little you get the tassels like uh the old school bikes, you mm -hmm. know, you get your little tassels and your little basket on the front, maybe a little a little ringer like bring bring or a horn. Good for three thousand miles. Eight inch diameter wheels which are bigger than the BMW version. Put an that air is horn on there. 500 kilowatt motor, 280 kilowatt, a 500 peak rated hub motor in the front wheel suspension. 500 watt. Yeah, motor. The front wheel suspension with both wheels and even packs in a 280 watt battery pack. BMW's working on on, <clears throat> on them, GM, Ford, and Spanish automaker Seat is also working on a bike, scooter, electric thing hmm. for the world. That's 3,000 miles that they should be able 3, to 3,000 miles is what they're working on. I don't you know, I mean, think it goes very fast, but that's probably not the point. But like I was saying, if you're in a little faster. city area, it's a cheap thing to use. And then those cities it's got to be, it's probably on the heavier side from like a regular scooter. But, you know. Probably not that much. Well, the battery. Compared to like a bike, probably heavier. But, you know, you just charge that shit up off to the races and, you know, you're, you're going there. So, and I think in like a heavy city pattern, you'd find uh, a lot of these probably overseas. Because like you said, BMW. One of those Mercedes, European cities or, yeah. or like. They weren't planned for like big vehicles. Yeah. Watch Grand Tour. They go through the whole thing. Yeah. Even though it's <laughs> Grand Tour's dead. As it was. Yeah. We still get a special 
eventually. Whenever just the, the tea, Amazon overrides the not as necessary. good. You know what is good? Talk mm -hmm. about mid-sized coops. So onwards we go down. Onwards, onwards and upwards we go through the mid-sized coop. There we are. We're gonna these I have divided into two classes. Class one will be delineated. The classes will be delineated by price. First we have the Mercedes-Benz E-Class. Then we have the Ford Mustang, Chevy Camaro, Dodge Challenger, and then we have the BMW 8 Series, Lamborghini, Lamborghini Hurricane, BMW i8, Lamborghini Aventador, and the Ferrari 812 Superfast vehicle image not available. I can definitely see how you put these into two separate, uh, you know, uh, yeah. categories here. And you can see with our first one, which is the Mercedes-Benz E-Class, a crowd favorite forever. Go lay down. Go lay down. Thank you. Not you guys. You guys can stay away. We'd like you to stay yeah. and look at the pictures of this luxury sedan. The Mercedes-Benz E-Class starts at $54,000. The horsepower is 255 to 603. Holy crap, that's a range. It gets 23 city, 32 highway, 2 liter, 4 cylinder engine, 3 liter, 6, 3 liter, 6. They have two different 3 liter, 6. Okay. And a 4 liter V8. Okay. For a wide variety of everything you could possibly want. The pros and cons are it has a lavish interior, stylish ride, peppy line of engines. There's a lot of them. And it has poor predictable reliability rating. You got to get that. Poor reliability? Yeah. Not good. Well, you know. No one's perfect. But it has a more powerful, fuel-efficient engine. Edmunds if I'm gives it as much as it it costs for a Mercedes. You can get a little bit closer to perfect. Yeah, Edmunds gives it eight point four out of ten. <clears throat> U.S. News and World Report gives it an eight point one, and Kelly Blue Book gives it a four point four out of five. I would expect a little more reliability from you know, predicted reliability. Yeah, it's not a bad-looking car. It's a nice-looking... So well, Predict it says, we don't know, but we don't think it's going to be that good. Because they don't know. It's a brand-new car. You know? So they predict that it won't be reliable. Well, well if you're going to predict that, why don't you just make it first? First off, German cars have a bit of a tendency to have electrical problems. So let's talk about an American car. That's the American car, the yeah. Ford Mustang, starting at 26.6. 310 horsepower to 480. All around good looking car. 3,532 3, pounds to 3,825 pounds. 21 city, 32 highway, a 2.3 liter four cylinder or a 5 liter V8. Gotta go for that one. Yeah, definitely a car that should be. Uh, Unless you're gonna drive it every you know. day. Because a five liter veal. Yeah. Guzzle up them, them dollars. Mm. It has many pros and 
Whoa, what's with that paint job? Mustang Ooh, That's uh that's interesting. Yeah, that's just Mustang. It has many pros and cons, a wide range of potential engines, engaging handling. That's an interesting way of putting it. You have an engaging handling. Few standard anemones, ample trunk space for the class, tiny little rear seats. New for 2020 is the three is the Shelby 500 GT models. High performance package, EcoBoost available, handling package, and standard Ford Pass connection. Whatever the hell that is. Ratings are 8.8 .8 out of 10 by US News and World Report, and Edmonds gives it a 7.9 out of 10. Good looking all around. Everyone knows it. Everyone loves it. Your Ford Mustang. Mm -hmm. But that can't be where the uh, good American cars end. No! We have another fat crayon. Fat, fat crayon. Another fat crayon. Big box of fat crayons. Unused, yes. man. Big old fat crayon. They got crayon all the tips that on them so they can get all close to the lines and shit, man. 25,000 is where it starts. Horsepower ranges from the everyday 275 horsepower to a whopping three 650 horsepower. About 3,000 to 4,000 pounds. 22 city, 31. That's not a bad uh, rear end. That's, that's, that's a nice, nice rear end, and it looks good yeah. in a convertible. Two-liter, four-cylinder engine, or you can get a V6, or you can get a 6.2-liter V8. Ah, good at that's V8. a big freaking engine. 650 horsepower total. The la Oh, Ford only gives you 480. Yeah. I'd have to go with that one. Pros and cons are excellent handling and comfortable ride, several powerful engine options, supportive front seats, intuitive infotainment system, rivals are more luxurious inside, claustrophobic rear seats, and you also get poor, predictable reliability. Con, convertible is cold in the winter. Yes. With the top down. <laughs> yes. It's cold in the winter time. They do have a LT1 trim for mm -hmm. joint lineup. Yeah. It's probably not jo the joints of the car, I imagine. Some sort of special thing. Yeah. It's very bizarre. 10-speed automatic transmission is for the V6. That is a brand new. Car and driver gives it 9.5 out of 10, 7.4 out of 10 from Edmonds, and 7. Point, no, 4.7 out of 5 for car. 7.4 out of 5 on 4.7 out of yeah. 5. Not 7. They love it. They love it. Yes, <laughs> 7. I give you a 7. It's a 5 scale. That's how great you are. Point four, you know what? But Point four, too. We have more American muscle coming your way with the Dodge Challenger. Like a freight train coming your way. Or like a Dodge Challenger yep. coming your way. You can get yours starting at $28,000, roughly. 305 horsepower to 797 horsepower. About three eight to about four thousand four hundred pounds. Nineteen city thirty highway. 
a massive variety of engines. A 3.6 liter V6, a 5.7 liter V8, a 6.2 liter V8, a 6.4 liter V8. Did they leave anything out? Ah, funny car engine. You want a 6.5 you know, uh, liter and a 6.7. You, know, you could have point. a bunch of different more models in there, but I think that's a nice round, uh, roundabout. That's a lot everything. of engine options yeah, to choose from. Everything. And it's a great looking car. Yeah. If, you want a cl if I wanted a classic muscle car, this is what I'd want. Yeah. I'd want like the 700 horsepower model that's stupid to have. The Hellcat, yeah. That's just me. Several incredible, powerful engines, comfortable, spacious seats, terrific infotainment system, large trunk. Competitors have better handling. Yeah, that's... Rivals are much more stylish cabins. That says it for everyone here. I mean, How does every one of these car. have a much more stylish cabin than the other one? What do you expect from They're a all in the same car class. to have poor handling? No, but every one of these said... The styling interior cabins better than the other ones. It's not if it's all of them, unless we're talking about Lambo. That's a different class, I think, because of the money. Yeah. New for 2020 is the interior and exterior styling options. Six out of ten for the car connection. Seven point eight out of ten for Edmonds, and eight out of ten from U.S. News and World. All right. Up next, we have the BMW 8 Series. BMW, a car just above. From 84.9, that's an expensive car. 335 horsepower, that is all. 3 liter V6 engine, you get 23 to 30 miles to the gallon. It has powerful engine and brisk acceleration. Well-tuned drive models, refined technology, rich interior, lots of leg room, shoulder room, and in a Grand Coupe's back seat, there's lots of room as well. That looks like there's a lot of room in those back seats. Oh, yeah. They look oh, fantastic. Yeah. Cramped. Oh, no, there's not a lot of room in the well, back seats. Well, then that's all trunk space. In the Grand Coupe, there's lots of room. In the other ones, the back seats are cramped and... Not very good. That's so That's no good thing. Limited headroom in the Grand Coupe's back seat. The back seat, you're not buying it for the back seat. Let's let's focus on the front of the car. You're buying it for that. Six-cylinder engine is powered by the 840i models. The Grand Coupe body style is new, and the M8 performance model. You can get this eight. In an M car. I mean, I get your point, but also, if you're going to put four seats in there, I kind of want you to be able to put four people in there comfortably. And how about the Mustang? I'm just saying, if you're going to have it's kinda, it's four seats this class. in there, then just make it a coupe. That's mm. it. If you're going to have four seats, we'll be able cover to have four the, people. Uh, coupe later. I mean, or the styling looks fine, but I think it really comes down to the roof design. Where you know, especially with German engineering, they're known for having, you know, a, a high, a, a lower center of gravity because the roof rails are higher. But it's it, or uh, the rocker panels rather are higher. But it's uh, it's just I think it's that right there. They went to, for the what aerodynamics instead of the headroom. So it's not me yeah. sacrifice, but eh, that's my personal thing. You could put four seats in there. 
Don't make it for two children in the back. Make it for four Something people. about rocker panels. Next, we have the 2019 Lamborghini Hurricane. Not Huracan. Not Huracan, you fucking prick. Hurricane. Okay. This guy on the internet, I despise his everything soul for the way he says it. Starts at two hundred thousand dollars, five hundred and seventy-three horsepower to six hundred and thirty. Thirteen city, eighteen highway, about three thousand three hundred and ninety-nine pounds. Twenty-one point one gallon fuel tank. Fuel tank. Oil changes cost one thousand dollars. The most expensive part is the E gear clutch for twelve grand. All right. I figure it would be nice to add in facts like how much the oil change cost. Oh, yeah. I mean, although it's not like somebody hit, getting the stimulus check is like, oh, yeah, now I'm getting it. But what's new is the Evo variant. It uses a 630 horsepower engine from a previous performance model. Re revised styling touches and revised infotainment system that's always nice okay as long as the next line doesn't say horrible infotainment let's see yeah maybe read the whole sentence yes which is the horrible. first generation oh, this shit. is part of the first generation hurricane which was introduced in 2014. well the second generation is going to rock you like a hurricane yes if they do it. The Stunning performance capabilities, excellent comfort for an exotic car, relatively easy to see out of, not the back. I can't see out the back. Intoxicating sound from the V10 engine, almost no interior storage space. Of course, it's a Lamborghini. Yeah, that one I'll agree with you on. Like the touchscreen is rather distracting, and there's minimal cargo capacity, as in, you ain't hauling shit. Well, it's not meant for that. But people I mean, who do get these, the I've seen them. It's a little bit disappointing, though. I figure, you know. What's disappointing? Having a, a, a shit infotainment system. That's a little yeah, disappointing, disappointing because you're Lamborghini. I have seen on the internet better. people that can afford Lamborghinis put a roof rack. For okay. like trips, no, I don't. Yes. I, I don't. Actually, here we go. That's your. That's there you go. Nice. Distract. Oh. Yeah, that would be distracting. That would be distracting. That's but. distracting. It's too high tech. I'm sorry. Lamborghini you made the infotainment right system too good. Look at it. That's an awesome looking infotainment. I would. System. Yeah, I would constantly. It's like that. I'm from. Oh, I'd be in the future. Yeah, I feel like that. I should see that in Cyberpunk 2077. Like, what the hell? Like, and especially, it's right there. My God, it yeah. That whole interior is too distracting because it just looks lovely. Yeah, an actual flappy paddle gearbox. God, that's Batman right there. Yeah, that's Batman. There used to be that guy who would dress up as Batman in a Lamborghini. <laughs> there was a guy that drove around as Batman in a Batmobile. Yeah, but the next car in our story is the 2019 BMW i8. There it is. The BMW 2020 i8, starting from 147500 
369 horsepower, 18 battery miles, only 320 mile total, 1.5 liter three-cylinder engine, two to four person seating capacity. BMWs are the most expensive cars to maintain with a 10 year cost of $17,800. But damn, is that a fine looking car. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. There no is. changes in the 2020 model because the i8 is part of the first generation introduced in 2014, and they haven't really done anything since then. They do this a lot with really nice cars that everyone loves, like the yeah. uh, Z. Well, I don't think you need to release one every year, you know? Yeah, no, just, just that's perfect. Just keep... Chugging and plugging, pal. Unless you didn't, you know, fulfill the demand of the last year, and they're like, "No, we want more. We want more." But that, not a lot of people are going to be banging down your doors for that. That's going to be a niche market or a niche. Market. Really, produce a few and make them whatever. Excellent integrated powertrain in car technology, head-turning futuristic design. It is a fan. Wow, it's a teeny tiny little screen. Yeah, but then this one, you get a. That's a little bit more. But they're all they're driver centric. You know what I mean? Especially with the driver controls right here, very, very much like you know, focused on you, and they don't want you to be distracted by a big gaudy screen like the Lamborghini. Unique powertrain and limited production guarantee. Exclusive. They're not like the Italians. Performance-wise, it lags compared to the competitors. Okay. That's a shame, because it's awesome-looking. Yeah. You drive it because it's awesome-looking. That's why you buy this. I'm awesome. I drive this awesome, unique car with the exclusive guarantee. Okay. Difficult to get in and out of. This person must have been tall. Few available advanced driving aids... Yeah, we're very 20, small at that it's point. It's from 2014. <laughs> There's course. few driving aids. I couldn't get the extensions on the pedals. Powertrain is a little unrefined for the price. Edmonds gives it 7.5 out of 10. Kelly Blue Book gives it 4.8 out of 5. Cars gives it a 4.7 out of 5. All over, this is the BMW i8. Okay. Up next, we have an Aventador. A Lamborghini Aventador. Lamborghini Aventador starts at $400,000. You get 729 horsepower, 9 miles to the gallon in the city, 15 highway. You get a 6.5 liter V12 behind you. Service cost $5,000. Okay. All new is the trim levels. They have the SVJ and the SVJ Roadster trim. Four, 740 horsepower V12 is new. Four-wheel steering and all-wheel drive. Aerodynamic and revised suspension and body panels that lower drag. Man, it's, uh, I love showing the back end. There's a front-end shot. You have to get it in classic yellow, right? 
Uh, I like green. the green as well. Go for a massive amount of colors. Yeah, the green looks very nice. Very, it's a, it's not like a light, too light of a green. It's not that deep forest green. It's that nice blend of color. Oh yeah, this is the first generation of Aventador introduced in 2012. Pros and cons are, it has one of a few non-turbocharged V12s on the market. There you go. A B12 is not good enough for you. It produces 740 horsepower. You're like, I could use a little bit of a turbo. Yeah, twin turbos on a you know V12 would, that be, would a be monstrous. That would that would, that would you be put wings on it and you could fly. Extroverted styling at its most extreme. Uncomfortable for long trips, and it's hard to get in and to and out of and. You can't see out the back at all. Yeah. But That's if you're going to go backwards, you can only do it by being outside the car, as we know. Well, you kind of hang out the back, yeah. Out the side, right? I think we all know what we're getting when we see a Ventador. You kind of know it's, it's fantastic yeah. all over. Yeah. It's exactly what I expect. And since it's still the first generation, probably going to retain its value well. Yeah, that's not something I'd want to drive around on, like, our streets. But, yeah, yeah. if I had a nice, wide-open, well-maintained road, absolutely. What about our last story? Our last car is the Ferrari 812 Superfast. Kind of a stupid name. I couldn't find anyone to cover it, so I just sort of went right. for a few of these. It starts at $363,730, 788 horsepower, 12 city, 16 highway, 6.5 liter V12 engine, 3,593 pounds. Fuel tank is 24.3 gallons. Service is four grand every 1,500 miles. Pros are glorious 789 horsepower V12, out of this world handling, gorgeous design, and exclusivity. Exclusivity. Yes. Exclusivity. The cons are it costs over $360,000. It's con! It's a Ferrari. Of course it costs that much. Zero to sixty still trails some Porsches and McLarens, but running cost is about ten thousand dollars a year. Okay. So I broke these up into two classes. You can go back to our uh, our screen while we talk about which one and we'll call them class one and class B. Okay. You go to our screen. Um, that looks. Now we're. I'm probably going to go for the Mustang for the first class, just because it's a Mustang. It's nice. It's fast. It's everything that you want. Reliable and uh, enough. And uh, you know what you're getting. I go with the Challenger. Okay. I like the Challenger. I like the idea of the Challenger. I like the look of it, especially for a muscle car. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I just like, I mean, when it comes to between the three American muscle, I'm going to side towards Ford over the other well, two. Well, I can't pick that one. You picked that one. Yeah. So I picked well, You could have went with the Mercedes. E-Class, they said it's not very reliable. So, well, like, I mean, it's still an option. 
That's not the best option. It's still it's still it's still an option. Would you like the yeah. lack of reliability? Oh yes. Could you please give me no? I've had way too much reliability in my life. I've had Thank way you. too much reliability. Way too many reliable people. I really was hoping you could give me. <laughs> could it cut out on me in the middle of an intersection so I almost die? Because that was really the option I was looking to really spice up my life. So how about out of the second class? This is difficult. These um, are all ones that the are. Eight series BMW uh, eight Lamborghini Hurricane, the BMW i eight Lamborghini Aventador, or the Ferrari eight one two Super. I don't know. One of the eights would be. I nice. picked the Ferrari or uh, the Hurricane, Hurricane, depending on your attitude. Uh, hurricane. It's Huracan. Hurricane. Huracan. Depends on where you emphasize the letter. Who I like Huracan best. Hurrakan? Hurrakan. Hurrakan! Lamborghini's Hurrakan! I'd pick the super fast, because if you go back to that, that is a fantastic looking car. Just to look at it. it Honestly, is, I'm kind of siding with the Aventador, all joking aside, because it's just a beast. Yeah. It, it, fantastic. It's an NA beast, man. You've these got are, a naturally aspirated V12 engine. Yes, please. You drive every day. Mm-hmm. I would say you keep him in a garage. The guy named Lou. He's got to have a name like Lou. He's got to know everything about guy cars. With a, he can only have a name of Lou. It's got to be like Not 70. Paul, fuck that guy. Only Lou. He sits Lou. out front. He just watches the garage. Yeah. Because he lives right there and he loves to sit there. Because all his friends well, sit there. Well, we want you guys to sit right there and look out for the funniest <clears throat> moment of this podcast right here on PJANDWH.com. As well as checking out all of our podcasts, like last week's Lugnuts podcast, Acura Shod Nito Storage Box. And uh, we'll be coming at you next week with uh, Triforce Podcast on Thursday, Let's Play With Your Projangers, Part 5, Marvel's Avengers, on Saturday, as well as another Lugnuts podcast right here next Sunday. And uh, until then... Do you know what that means? I guess it doesn't matter if you have a Hyundai crate. Well, no, I guess it would matter if you have one of them because they don't have any lug nuts. Damn, on that bombshell. It doesn't matter if you drive a Lamborghini Aventador or a Ferrari 812 super fast. Nothing rolls without lug nuts. See you next week, gang. Drive on! I didn't know I needed one. It's like cowbell. <laughs> I need more sidewalk. It has been redesigned <laughs> to look like a Honda. No, we have another fat crayon. Fat crayon. Another fat crayon. Big box of fat crayons. Unused, yes. man. Big old fat crayons. They got crayon all the tips on them so they're easy and all close to the lines and shit, man. 25,000 where it's... Play on my tangers. That was a good segue. Our Island Kelly. Yes, that's right, Tom. That is a motorcycle going on through. Or is sitting out there. We don't know. Back to you in the studio. I honestly have no idea where my cell phone is. That's okay. Oh, I got one, two, three. I don't even track that thing sometimes. And we go live. It's just live now, sort of there. And who cares? Mm. You know what that means? It's outside time. <laughs> outside! <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, tie time! Oh, tie! Yay! Super crazy. Super crazy! Every time. Welcome, lug nuts. Today we have the Chevy Bolt. We have the Evolution. Father Accord. Mazda. MDX. F-150s. Changes. Go-Go Robocop. Lexus. I spelled Lexus. No, you went from like Mazda and then you mentioned MDX. I was like, where are the. Yeah, I'm going in my own order. We're going off the rails. Mazda, Maserati, I'm like, when the hell did they make an MDX? And more. You should go with that one. That one. That'll be the end credits. That horribly well. Videos here, videos here, right above. Drive on. Bye.